three, two, one. Let's go. This is the PBE Podcast. We are sitting live outside of the Ertech Convention 2022. This is Stratagraph's ultimate after party, man. If you did not make this event, we're going to have some footage for you for the rest of the night. That's going to have everyone that was here enjoying their time, networking, meeting new friends. We're talking AHS, APT, Applied Petroleum Technology, Core Spec Alliance, PetroLearn, and Stratagraph. Putting this on, allowing us an opportunity to sit down, get some cold refreshments in this insane humidity that the Houstonians live in. Uh, and we're enjoying it. What an event it has been. The engineers, the geophysicists, the geologists trying to unlock this unconventional play. We're trying to unlock this value and this incredibly needed energy uh, for our country and for the world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're standing Ertech 2022 live at Stratagraph's after party, the ultimate after party with Stratagraph and friends where they opened up the bar, they've, they've fed us, they've allowed us the opportunity to kind of relax you know from the day right we, we're in this technical conference all day we're downloading the papers we're collecting all this information we do that for the job we do that for work and at the end of the day it's nice to just kind of knock it off and you know put that away i want to meet someone i want to know who you are i, I want to know what you're excited about what's working what's really not working that's why these networking events are so important that's why i love stratagraph for putting on these events ma'am Please explain who you are, introduce yourself, and uh, what you're excited about with Ertech. Okay, so I'm Elena Subio Melker. I am the president of Energia Consulting LLC. I recently retired from the federal government. I was the director for upstream oil and gas research. So a lot of the technology papers are presented at Ertech, OTC, all these technical conferences were sponsored by my team, my group, the federal dollars in, in partnership with the private sector. So I'm excited that we can be able to have forums like this to present the technology that's needed. Wow. As as director of resources for the, you're talking about the DOE. The Department of Energy, yes. Wow, yeah, okay, so you're director of how many folks, like how did that go, how long did you do that? So I was uh, with the Department of Energy for 36 years. I started in Boots in the Field in Bakersfield before I, before, yeah, I'm up, no, um, Elk Hills. Oh, and McKittrick Field in Taft. Yeah, I don't know if you know. McKittrick, Yeah, yeah, okay. So I came to Washington uh, to manage this multi-million dollar uh, research portfolio in upstream research. That's exploration production, uh, produce water, enhanced oil recovery. And then the big money came in, um, uh, the Energy Policy Act of 2005, we got $50 million per year from the royalties and rents collected by the Department of Interior. And they, and they caused us to reinvest it into oil and gas. So an onshore and an offshore portfolio of technology development that partners with the private sector, national laboratories, other laboratories. And so it's got an automatic tech transfer, if you will, because you're invested in the project with the government, and the government carries the risk. And this is uh, low TRL, mid TRL <laughs> um, technology. So yeah, stuff that people are excited about. Well, you know, you bring up a, a, a really interesting point. I want to do a podcast with you for like several hours. I just want to talk to you about all kinds of things. I can talk a lot. But you know, it's I think it's sometimes underappreciated. I don't care where you are in your politics and your beliefs and your personal deal the amount of money that the government in the united states has put into projects and ideas that they don't even have to show that it's economic it's just an idea 
To fund an idea is so hard in the oil and gas industry, but we have a government and we are allowed to take something like that and apply it and say, hey, economics aside, we need to unlock the conventionals or the unconventional reservoir. How do we do this? What technology do we need? You saw all that money being pumped into the industry for so many years. Where do you see it going? Where's the, what's the future of the DOE and how much are they supporting us now? That's not a good story because um, the uh, new administration doesn't really support oil and gas, in my, in my opinion. There is no longer an office called oil and gas, and there's no longer an office called coal at the U.S. Department of Energy because of the climate crisis. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. We have a... Bring it down on that. We have a real crisis. It's the, we got rid of the oil and gas department and the coal department and the DOE. What happened to all those folks? So they're working on other things related to climate, and, that, and, that, and it's fine, like carbon capture and storage, uh, transferring the skills of oil and gas to the geothermal arena, um, using platforms in addition to oil and gas for wind power and marine uh, power, you know, buoys. You know, So, I mean, it's, it's not a waste, but I think that um, it's unfortunate that there's not an oil and gas office with petroleum engineers who understand the needs of the industry and who have contacts in the industry to develop those joint partnerships for technology that's needed. I mean, it was the DOE's early work in hydraulic fracturing and the DOE's early work in horizontal drilling that allowed George Mitchell and other companies to bring it together to unlock the resources that we have and make us the largest producer in the world. Uh, no, we're not there, right? I, now, 36 years experience. Has this ever happened before? Has the oil and gas division of the DOE ever been shut down? Or is this the first time? So in um, 2010, under President Obama, he put in a zero budget request and Congress gave zero dollars for the oil and gas. Um, but it was this other money that we're re reinvesting from royalties and rents collected by the Department of Interior for offshore pr uh, production that was invested in public-private partnerships. So it has happened before. Well, they, they shut the budget down, but they didn't actually close... They didn't close. And of course, they haven't actually closed anything at the Department of Energy. It's just been renamed. So you can't Google the Office of Oil and Gas and find out what they're doing to promote energy independence um, by going to the Department of Energy. There's no oil and gas office. Wow. There is Energia. LLC, and I certainly can help people understand how to manipulate, and I don't want to say manipulate, but navigate. Navigate the process because DOE has $1.1 trillion to spend this year on energy transition related projects. And we need the oil and gas, and we need the wind, and we need the solar, and we need the geothermal, as all of the above. I need your business card, and I'm going to call you immediately because I'm working on a really cool project that I think totally comes right up your alley. I'm so thankful to meet you. Thank you for sharing your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for all you've done. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I love Look how happy she still is, man. 36 years working at the DOE. 40 years. But in the business, I started in the private sector with Getty Oil Company, Texaco, before I joined the Department of Energy at Elk Hills in partnership with Chevron. So... <laughs> She's going to keep going. I'm just going to hang I, I told you. I <laughs> Are we doing an interview right now? What's your name? Uh, Alex Gonzalez. Alex? Yeah. Alex, I'm Stanley Stackhouse. Stanley. You're Delaware Basin? Yes. Delaware Basin? Delaware Basin. Delaware Basin, too? And with percussion, percussion petroleum, percussion petroleum, how much acreage you got? 
About 22,000 acres. Unconventional stack bone spring wolf camp horizontal. That's correct. Yeah. So you're here at Ertech because that's what you do. Your company. Wow. Right on. How long have you been working there? Uh, about two and a half years. Right on. How about you? I've been there for four months now. Is that right? Yep. Where you come from? I came from uh, Argent Energy. We were, a, or a BXP actually. We were more of a conventional player. Snap. What do you think of the unconventional rock? I love it. I love conventional, unconventional. If it got oil in it, I love it. I don't know what it is. We get oil. We find oil. <laughs> right. That's what we do, man. Can you, last question, can you explain simply the difference between conventional and unconventional reservoirs? Well, conventional reservoirs are more of those reservoirs where you have migration of hydrocarbons into other rocks, and you kind of find those in the sandstones and things of that nature, carbonates. But the unconventionals are more of the source rocks where you're actually getting into those source rocks and you're drilling those horizontal versus the conventionals as you're drilling more, you know, vertical wells. Seal and trap, conventional source is now the reservoir. Let's go into that thing and unlock this. Yep. Tighter, so it's your source, it's your seal, it's your reservoir. It's all in one, and so the oil migration hasn't gone a long ways. You just got to unlock it. Just got to bust it open. <laughs> oh, man. Those fracks are out of control, the power of those fracks. Uh, thank you so much for uh, taking the time, man. Yeah. Justin, man, we're at Ertec 2022. Ertec, the unconventional resource technology engineers talking about how they're completing wells. Geologists talking about why this this resource is even there, how the chemistry is changing. You got geophysicists that are mapping this thing out. We're, we're trying to unlock the unconventional plays. What are you doing here? Who do you work for? Uh, Oilify. 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 We're a startup uh, technology company. Whoa, doing what? Uh, so we're basically what feeds into what your conversation you said, the unconventionals. We're trying to revamp the rod lift game, so rod lift production side. We are not software, but hardware, redesigning all downhole tools to make unconventionals producible at a uh, more financial, profitable rate. Wow, how are you doing that? Uh, redesigning everything, starting from scratch. Everything downhole for rod lift. Uh, and then let's backwards. Why is rod lift important? Because if you want the, the bottom 20% of your reservoir, 15% of your reservoir, yeah. there's only one way to get it, that's rod lift. So if you're a reserves guy and you're looking at and you're looking at a field, well, is this economical? Well, where, where's, where, what barrels can we get? If you can't rod lift that field, that there's a large chunk that's not available. So we said, how can we increase profitability? How can we redesign things to make it? Let's lower workovers 500%. Let's make things out of thermoplastics instead of steel. Let's we can make it in America for cheaper. So we're talking about we can we can lower costs by 30%. Lower energy expenditures month by month 30%, but also lower your work over uh, 500%. What? I mean, dude, think how much more money you can make as an operator. And wow, and made in America better for the economy, better for everything. So made in America, made in America, man, right on. Are you a rugby player? You look like I a rugby. I actually am. <laughs> what position? I'm a winger. You're a winger. Yeah. All right. Explain what a winger is to someone that doesn't really understand. Uh, like a outside wide receiver. Like the like this like the like oh, I, I I used to be fast. You know. <laughs> I used to be fast. I ran so fast, all my hair is gone. I just <laughs> ran the hair right off ran his head. Off you, man. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, the, the older you get, the, the older you get, the closer you move to the inside, though. So as a, at my age, I'm like, all right, I'm a little closer to the inside. I'm, I'm more maybe it's tight end now, or you know. <laughs> I'm over oh, 40, so you know. Right on, man. Well, thank you so much for the time. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice Absolutely. to meet you. Thank you for doing what you do. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Three, two, one. Let's go, <laughs> Emil. You know, man. You know. We are standing at the Stratograph and Friends after party, the ultimate after party at Urtech 2022. Sir, introduce yourself and talk to us about this happy hour. How did it come together? Okay, well, um, I'm the director of marketing for Stratograph and Infinity Marketing, the, the marketing sector of Stratograph. And, uh, and it really came together with an idea of all these different companies, AHS, APT, CoreSpec, um, PetroLearn, and Stratograph, and all the entities under Stratograph coming together and saying, hey, we want to put on something special, something that represents all of us and all the things that we do together, like what we're doing with PetroLearn uh, specifically. We've got some combined geomechanics with geology, uh, which improves their data and ultimately gives better production along the way for, for drilling companies. So that's another service we provide. No, we got to do sit down with Mr. Hagen. You get to work with that guy. I mean, that's... He's a good, he just seems like a good guy. He's obviously genuine. He's, he's dedicated to doing what he's doing. He's got a big vision yes. and he's going for it, man. He's combining all this. He's combining all these different companies. First, I would like to mention, I'm, I'm truly am blessed for working with, uh, with William Hagen, who's like you said, has a huge vision and is very great working under him to, to make that vision possible. And then working along with uh, with Ashley Pettigrew, the president of the company, who's got that big marketing side from the gaming industry and, and has brought me on to come in. So about a year ago, Stratograph brought me in to help the marketing efforts on, on Stratograph side. And after a year of learning the industry, learning everything about Stratograph, we've increased those marketing efforts on not only Stratograph's scale, but every company underneath Stratograph and partnerships along with it. So all these companies that are attending this party one way or another we have helped them in marketing efforts then that led us to branching off and creating infinity marketing which is an oil and gas marketing agency that's dedicated to result driven marketing for people in oil and gas in the energy sector so who better to give you marketing give you design web design you know social media analytics lead generation all of those all of those points than people that already know the industry. You know, whenever we talk the lingo or whenever we talk about trends that are going on in the oil and gas or energy sector, who better to talk to and who better to relay your message out there than someone that already knows energy? That's why we created it. Along with the fact that either hiring someone or hiring an agency is a lot more money than they really need to be. So we charge realistic pricing that that communicates with with our efforts you know we're not going to charge you crazy because we're doing social media posts a couple of social media posts a month we're not going to charge you ten thousand dollars like some other companies will so so we just wanted we wanted to do something that's realistic and for a, for an industry that that knows it you know what was your vision of bringing PBE podcast here? Like, what did you see? What do we bring? What do we bring to an event like this? What do you? See? Well, podcasting in general is a great platform because people want to know what other people are thinking. You might not meet these people, so you get a chance to hear the opinions and ideas of other people, and and it's a chance to just listen. And it's something that you can turn on yourself, 
you know, watch it if you want to. If you don't want to, don't, you know? So it's an opportunity for people to share their platform, share their information, or just talk about oil and gas, you know? And, and we were like, you know, we, we worked with you guys in, in Fort Worth a year ago for the 60th anniversary of Stratograph. And we knew that bringing PBE in again would just bring life to the party and get a chance to learn about all of these companies and everyone here as well. Not only just the companies that sponsor it, but those who come and enjoy their time here as well. Well, Emil, thank you, man. You've done a great job. This, uh, this party has been a blast. It's just getting started. Uh, the camera's gonna turn off. You might follow us on some social media because there will be some behind the scenes of me and Emil. We may or may not take some Jaeger bombs here in a minute. <laughs> but you can also follow Stratograph on LinkedIn and Facebook, Stratograph Geosteering. I gotta plug everybody. Stratakim, Ascendant Completion Chemicals, CoreSpec Alliance, PetroLearn, AHS, APT, Infinity Marketing, and anyone else that you can think of related to Stratograph. Where's that sign? Anybody on this sign? That we... sign yeah. <laughs> well, right on, Emil. Thank you again for bringing us in, man. I, I, I really do appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. All right, we love it. Thanks, man. Thank you. And we are.